Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast. So, so Ethan, did you finish the Delta episode, actually? At long last, after all these days, it is done. So yeah, yeah, I finished it. That's good, that's good. Let's go do the show. Welcome to the 208th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my lovely co-hosts. I'm Ethan. And I'm the fluffiest swimsuit. Got. And we are here to bring you another exciting episode of the Puckle Podcast. Uh, Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, if you're new. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, it's the name of our awesome Pokemon community online, where we hang out, battle, trade, and just do cool things and talk Pokemon. <laughs> and hold tournaments, obviously, as well. Though our next one probably won't be for the next month or so, or month and a half. So, uh, the UTC's coming up. I totally forgot about that until just now. <laughs> um, you better remember it. I need to remember. I actually, to... I actually need to get some stuff together for that, because I need to start, I need to, like, open up signups at the end of the month. So. Yeah, but I, I, I know there are people already breeding and training I, yeah. for it, so I, everyone should I, get a head start. Honestly, so, like, the this is, like, the third UTC. And so, like, this was conceptualized by me and Bo, like, I guess three years ago. And we were just like, we're just like, yeah, it'd be really cool to have, like, this annual tournament that everybody, like, looks forward to. And to see that that is actually coming to fruition, it just makes me so happy in my head. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, third annual UUTC is coming up. It's going to be great. Uh, there will hopefully be, like, a little promo video for it at some point again. <laughs> Those silly promo videos. I have to just get Sarge to, like, come and visit me. Uh, the elusive Sarge. Uh, he's more elusive. He got, like, a girlfriend or something. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Man, so. hopefully he's not elusive when that wedding comes around. He's like, hey, are you still doing this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, it's the day of, I hope. <laughs> no, no. He, he's going to be at my wedding, for sure. Yeah. He's the best man. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I'm saying, like, if hopefully yeah. he is your best man, he's less elusive then. <laughs> Ethan, you should come to my wedding. That's how we'll make. That's how. That's when we'll finally meet. You'll just come oh, to my I wedding. Would, man, it would be a really fun time explaining that to all your relatives. Like, so how do you know the groom? And I'm like, well, I got a story for you. Do back I was, when I was a wee child. Back when I was like 14, a uh, veritable infant thatched, snatched me up off the streets and brought me into the crazy world of competitive battling. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, to be fair, we're having it like we're having it here as opposed to like either of our hometowns. Oh, really? So yeah, it's gonna be. It, there's not gonna be as much family as you'd think there would be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't right know. On. We. I. We. I mean, if you want to take photos, we could. We could talk. Oh. <laughs> you want to be I, our photographer? Oh man. Do, how, how's the how's the money looking on that? Because money uh, photography is a real. We could talk about it another time. Yeah. <laughs> This is this is let's a very realistic. Let's discuss financial manners right now on the podcast. <laughs> on the podcast, yeah. This is premium Pokemon so, Underground Champions. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, without further ado, though, let's let's sidetrack and let's move on to what have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? I know Ethan's got some pretty good news for us. Uh, let's have Whimsicott go first because mine's gonna ramble. Oh, uh, well, mine is actually going to be pretty short for once. I. I in yet another instance of Whimsicott starts a billion runs and then never finishes Ooh. the games, I was in a Gen 5 mood, and I decided, hmm, I should probably play some Pokemon White. And I picked up my copy of Pokemon White, and I discovered that my character had been, like, standing inside Burke's gym for three years or so. <laughs> And so I decided I should start over again, and... Uh, and then your character is still going to be stuck in Berg's gym for three years? Maybe, probably, but the thing is that I have a really bad habit when it comes to... Oh, look, event Pokemon. And um, mm-hmm. I tend to get them from the mystery gift, and uh, then I don't pick them up from the delivery person in the Pokemon Center because I'm like, oh, I'm probably oh going to want to suffer that for a good nature or good IVs. Oh, God. And then I never get around to it. I know exactly so, where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. The poor delivery person had been standing in the Pokemon Center for three years as well. Whimsicott, that so, man is a family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but he he was in, instead stuck there holding onto uh, a Reshiram. A Victini, a Darkrai, a Keldeo, a Meloetta, oh God. and the entire shiny creation trio from Gen 4. It doesn't yeah. stop. Yeah, uh, that took a while. In fact, it took so long that I managed to clear all of the event Pokemon out of the copy of the game and not to play on it for even one minute. I've That's been there. what I've been doing lately. <laughs> I bet I could probably go back to that generation finds like... Uh, wow, I also have stuff just waiting for me. Oh man, I did that accidentally, right? Because, like, you you could get them on, like, all the versions of the games. At least, like, I, I'm a little bit thankful for Nintendo, like, making a lot of the events only Auras or only XY. Um, Hoopa's gonna be a mess, but... Uh... <laughs> Is Hoopa in both? I get two copies of Hoopa? Yeah, you can go get Hoopa in X and Y and Auras. Uh, the only thing is you can only get Unbound Hoopa if you have Hoopa in Auras. Okay. That's it. But there was, uh, but yeah, so, like, I, I, like, walked into, like, my white two or something, some game I just haven't played, and I was gonna restart, and, like, I walked into the Pokemon Center, the guys there, I picked up, I did exactly the same thing. Uh, 
<laughs> I just completely forgot that I had downloaded them. Like right now, like I almost, I just the other day I picked up my Zoroark event that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was a bit better about that when I actually like went and picked it up. <laughs> but yeah. Well, that one was probably one you should have soft reset for because uh, ah, I don't know if you know this, yeah, but know. the move cannot be bred. I, I'm aware. I'm aware. Right. And it it has no guaranteed perfect IVs. So, yeah, it's very interesting that it has sludge bump, but using it competitively, eh, not so easy. Yeah, I know, exactly. So what about you, Ethan? What have you, you've obviously got some good exciting news for us. So, uh, I don't know if many of you know this, but when I first beat Alpha Sapphire, about a year ago at this point probably, a little bit longer, um, yeah, it's I been got, shorter. Oh, Alpha shorter? Sapphire came out like 51 weeks ago. Oh, so it's less than a year. It's All been right, less than it. a year. That's totally acceptable then. <laughs> um, so when I got done with the game, the Alpha Sapphire logo popped up, and I'm like, no. Nah. So I just didn't play it. I just didn't play the, or I'm not sorry, the, not the Alpha Sapphire, the, uh, the Delta episode thing popped up. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You guys have been on me for a while, and but on me, I mean, I've just been—it's been in the back of my head for a super long time to finally go back and beat that. Um, so I went back and beat that. I I picked up my copy of Alpha Sapphire, and I played the Delta episode. That's good. Yes. <laughs> uh, so and... so, what were your thoughts? That's what I think. That's what everybody wants to know. Yes. Yeah, what are the great Ethan's long? thoughts on the Delta episode? Yep, this everyone's waiting with, with bated anticipation. Somebody actually sent us an e- email about that, like, a couple weeks ago. Really? They were like, did Ethan ever play the Delta episode? That just, they, they like, treat the podcast as if it's some kind of, like, scripted storyline. Will Ethan And it was just, like, a side that? story that we dropped, like, the GS ball. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> someday the GS ball will come back. It's not. It's that okay. Never, it's gone. Um, so I, I... I, I like having as much post-game content as possible, because, like, uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but stuff I enjoy in the games is in, like, competitive side. I like the roaming around the world doing fun adventure stuff, and there was some fun adventure stuff in the Delta episode. It's a good time. I got, um, like, it's a bit tedious at times, because you are just flying to different locations to get a thing to go to a different location. It's a massive fetch quest. But uh, I still found myself having fun with it. Um, I mean, it's a very interesting story. It's like reading a book almost. That was neat. I, I, the narrative w- was startling, uh, startlingly enough. One of the more interesting things about the the Delta episode, because you know, Pokemon not known for its like the strength of its story or narrative or whatever. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed this one. They, there's some talk about other dimensions and uh, confirming that there there are different versions of Hoenn across different dimensions. Um, but there was one thing in particular that got me. Um, so the the final confrontation is you, you battle Urquaza, right? Mm-hmm. And then you battle... Um, God, I already forgot her name. Uh, uh, Zinnia. Zinnia, yes, thank you. Um, you battle Zinnia. And then you go to space and fight Deoxys. And I didn't realize that Deoxys respawned. So yeah. I, just kept, I just kept soft resetting. Oh, God. Over and over again. He responds. I, I know, I, but I would just, I'm like, okay, I capture Quasar. They've actually okay. been really good about that. They let a lot of legendaries respawn now. See, I'm just so used to the old mm-hmm. way of, like... Oh, um, I agree with you. I agree with you. Where I'm just like, oh, God, I can't, I can't <laughs> let this... 
can't make this faint, you know? I really yeah. should just start bringing a false swipe into my party, but I just don't bother. If you would have gotten the uh, event Metagross, or the event Beldum, it knows hold back, which is essentially just false swipe. I think I got rid of that on my Metagross that I had, was using <laughs> in my party. <laughs> That's but good. yeah. I enjoyed it. It's a fun. It's a fun little uh, sidestep. Get to go on a date, uh, which is fun. Of yeah, course, it's different than your real life, right? Uh, the, Norman decides to not be like a piece of garbage of a dad at a certain <laughs> point. Um, and man, Norman, he's kind of kind of a jerk, man. He's like, well. oh, I know we've had these plans, and you're my wife, and we're in love, but sorry. Why'd you even set those plans up in the first place? No, 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 no. It happens. I mean, I understand completely. Yeah, I mean, he's still, like, a billion times better than any of your other fathers in Infinitely, the game. Infinitely, because so... they haven't ever done anything. That's <laughs> true. I mean, he exists. You get to meet him. <laughs> but but he, you know what? He does give you, he does, like, low-key give you these these tickets. Like, hey, take that cute girl from across the street over to, to the meteor shower. Dad's a bro. You know what? Yeah, he is a bro. Uh, dad's yeah, a bro. It's a... Delta episode. Thumbs up. It's a good time. Definitely worth playing. And now I have so much post-game content I can play. That's true. Yep. That is That was true. a really convoluted and long way of saying I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> As for myself, I think, so like, I've been, I've been playing OU on Showdown, but then I was like, I was about to breed a new OU team, and uh, then I was just like, you know what sounds like fun? Battle spot. <laughs> so I started making a battle spot team. What is a battle spot? Uh, Battle Spot is like Nintendo's quote unquote official, like random matchup system. So like I can go on my 3DS and play Battle Spot, and it'll randomly match me up with somebody. And so like I can do Battle Spot singles, which is I can you you bring six, choose three. You okay. Know what I mean, and that's yeah. like Nintendo's official like that's the way they had us do it at nationals when we went and played. So because like I was actually just talking to Mr. Sniffles uh, the other day. And we're just like, man, you know how we said we were going to get into Battle Spot singles and, like, do and like get ready for nationals? I'm like, yeah, I haven't done that yet. He's like, neither have I. I'm like, we do have, like, seven months. So, and we we're, were actually talking about uh, getting together, like, just a bunch of us getting together on Skype or on the chat box or something and just, like, training for, like, a whole day or something over winter break. Right on. And, I mean, you're more than welcome to join us, obviously, Ethan. So. Oh, boy. We yeah, I know. That sounds like a good time. We just all get together and, like, we just try teams on Showdown. I mean, this would be, like, a four or five hour thing. You know, Showdown. That's my speed. Showdown. And then we just get together and we figure out what we want to do and, you know, we build it. And then you have, like, we all we all have built these solid foundations so we know how to get in contact with each other and everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, cool. I, I would be down for that. That sounds fun. I think it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm really excited, actually. So we'll get we'll get a firm date for that, and obviously anybody listening right now is more than welcome to join us and like hang out and like battle with us and train with us. So, yeah, yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. I'm super excited. Right on. I'm super excited. Um, yeah, I think that's it for what's going on in our lives right now. So there's been a lot of news this week, actually, <laughs> a lot of news. None of the, that we wanted to talk about, but there's some new news. So. Mm. Let's go cue the epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town 
Rock Radio Tower. This just in. And in the news. So this was actually, like, an exciting news week. There were a lot of things that happened, and uh, the Nintendo Direct aired. And I know a lot of you have probably already seen this news, but you didn't get to hear me talk about it. Uh, <laughs> so first, the most unimpressive news is Pokemon Picross. Uh, I don't actually know what that is. I don't, <laughs> you don't know what a, you don't know what Picross is. I've never played Picross. It's a like a puzzle game. It's a like you. Um, it's almost like a, if Minesweeper was a puzzle game. If that okay. makes sense. Okay, it's kind of like Minesweeper. I I, in, I can in, get that. It in the way that the numbers work. Okay. I, I um, think Minesweeper is way more fun than that. <laughs> but like, uh, it's Picross- like. It's, Mm-hmm. Keep going. Disgusted me when I saw the Pokemon Picross announcement on the direct ah. because when they showed the gameplay, and there's really maybe a vague hint that it's a Pokemon game on the screen while you play it. Oh, it's... and to me it felt like oh we have this game that is completely useless and we are not making any money off of it. Let's slap a Pokemon coat of paint on it and put it. Like in the the freemium game category, they they do that all the time. Whimsy got like all the time. Yeah, but this one was the worst yet, in my <laughs> opinion. And it's also another one of the freemium games that are coming out for uh, one of the new Pokemon freemium games. There's a lot of freemium Pokemon games right now. Yeah, but at least in Pokemon Shuffle, you like see actual Pokemon faces mm-hmm. on your screen. When you're playing Pokemon Picross, it seems like you don't even get that. I don't know. It's it's so sad. I don't think it's going to do as well as Pokemon Shuffle or as uh, Rumble World. Mm, I think those two are, like, better as casual games. Actually, did you know that uh, Rumble World is... I think Rumble World might make more money than, uh, than uh, what's it called? Shuffle. I, well, it's a better game. It, that's 100% true. And <laughs> actually, they cap you off at, like, $35. Yeah, and... and which is the price for just buying the game? Yeah, I I thought that was awesome and extremely fair, and I think that gave the Pokemon company a lot of like good reputation mm-hmm. where freemium games are concerned. Then that is why people have high hopes for something like that happening with Pokemon Go. Yeah, um, so Even though, though I, I actually don't think Pokemon Go's uh, pay to play is going to be that bad. If no, you... I think it's probably going to be like uh, like Ingress. Yeah, like, Ingress recently... just added some. I think they just, like yeah. you get extra like bag spots essentially. Yeah, they are completely optional. Mm-hmm. Like they barely enhance your game experience for a short while. Uh, so if they do something like that for Pokemon Go, I think people are going to be really happy with it. Yeah, and so uh, so continuing on with the news. Shadow Mewtwo was officially revealed as a character in Pokken. Um, there's a way to unlock him now uh, when, when the game comes out to Wii U. Um, there's going to be an Amiibo card that will just let you, with uh, early versions of the game, that allow you just to unlock him automatically. Uh, which is very interesting that there's going to be like Amiibo cards for that. Um, I know that they're moving to like card-based Amiibo stuff for the things that they're not trying to do like special edition stuff for. Like Before I know if they had like a figure... They uh they're now gonna make an amiibo like they're doing with Twilight Princess obviously, and so I like that they're gonna be cards and that's gonna that's gonna be very interesting. Like I hope that there's like more cards like that. It'd be really interesting at the Pokemon TCG somehow. It's kind of like an e-reader kind of thing. 
If, like, the Pokemon TCG started including some kind of, like, amiibo support. I'd be cool with that. That would be weird, but interesting. That'd be... I think it'd be very interesting. Uh, But I doubt that's gonna happen. (laughs) Unless they make a new TCG game for, like, the 3DS, which is probably not going to happen because they they have one on mobile. Yeah. That'd be very interesting if they did that. But no, they have the online client now, which just received a huge update. Uh, so it's it's becoming more and more like Pokemon feely. Thankfully. I didn't play that at all, so I didn't. You should. It. I mean, you should. Obviously, it's a lot more fun. I um, barely have time to play like the actual main series Pokemon <laughs> games, and I'd I'd rather just focus on those. <laughs> all right. Um, so the big news from the Direct uh, is not Pokemon Z. I was so upset because uh, what's his name that does the the English Pokemon Directs? It was uh, it was Bill. I forget his last name. Bill Paxton, everyone's no. favorite alien. I know, but his name his name's Bill. I know his first name's Bill, and uh, he he was just like, and here's some here's a Pokemon game coming to the eShop that you probably weren't expecting. Like that's how he introduced yeah. it, and I'm he just like, you know, so... this is so meta right now. No, that was that was beyond meta. That was almost trolling. That was it was literally almost trolling. But we do get uh, Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow coming to the eShop on February twenty seventh. The original uh, Red and Green release date in Japan, which is going to be very interesting. They also have like wireless support, so you can battle and trade wirelessly with your friends. That's one of the neater aspects of it, I'd say. I mean, um, it's, yeah. I, I'm really I, I don't know like. They could have done more. I know a lot of people on Reddit like want the uh, PokeBank like things to well, work, no. and and you, mm. I know a part of me wants that. Okay, I don't want to say that it's it's possible. Like I'm obviously a realist as well. Uh, like yeah, I don't have you have you seen that. how many times I like crush people's dreams? Um, I, I would also <laughs> like to be rich, but like I would. I mean, I'd like the I'd like a PokeBank function to, to some extent, but at the same time, it's very hard to implement that in these codes, like. There's there's no special attack stat in red and blue, it's just a special stat. But it, obviously there is a there's an algorithm because they did it in, uh, they did it when you tra- traded to gold and silver, but mm-hmm. uh, there's an algorithm. But then you still have the IV system and the EV system, which are 100 percent different. And yeah, I mean you could trade them to silver, but never to ruby or sapphire. Because the EVs it and the IV was... systems were completely yeah, different. it's too different. I mean there were there were no caps. You know what I mean? Like at least now we still have the five ten cap and the two fifty. Well, now it's a two fifty two cap on each stat, as opposed to a two fifty five cap. But the two fifty five cap didn't make any sense to begin with. And... Yeah, and I mean imagine imagine like bringing those Pokemon forward mm-hmm. and converting them. What's gonna happen? Are they all going to have like the same IV in special attack and special defense. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it's very confusing, and I don't, I don't know. I, the part of me wants it. Part of me really wants it. The <laughs> other part of me is just like, no, it's fine. We'll just, we'll let it slide. There's, if there's one thing I would want out of this, is they, they already said that they're not going to have the Super Game Boy um, color schemes for the, for the game. Oh, it, was that announced? I didn't actually hear that. I'm pretty sure that was confirmed, but... I don't know if it was confirmed or not yet. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I would really like to be able to play, like, everything with a tint of blue. Yeah, but I I don't know. Or at least to be able to change it up. And you know how, um, I mean, obviously, you remember in Pokemon Stadium, you can do, (laughs) like, the times two speed or whatever? Oh, that's not going to happen. 
I wish. I, it, in my heart of hearts, I I, I know, but I, I just I wish. ask Nintendo for uh, Pokemon Stadium X, Ethan. It'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> just it, it just so when you come and visit, you and I can play on the big screen. And good, good time. I mean, I, I could just if you end up getting uh, Pokemon uh, or Pokemon, I could just beat your butt there. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna get. Win. I'm probably gonna get Pokemon when it comes out. Yeah. I am too. I'm excited for that. Uh, what, that when that happens, get... that's when we should get together, Ethan. That's when Definitely. we should get together. So I can lay a beat down. You you probably will. I am absolutely garbage at fighting games. I'm not very good at Tekken. Oh, well. That's I'm absolutely garbage at fighting games. And if you so... guys get Pokken and do not select Whimsicott as your first ever support Pokemon, I will be very offended. <laughs> I'll do it for you. We could do it. We could like make a video or something, Ethan. That'd be that'd be pretty fun, like a review well, video. I have a, you, I have you a should you device. should have you should use Suicune and have Whimsicott as a supporter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It can't be more buckle than that. Yes. I, I have a capture card. I have a capture card. Oh, okay. So I have a couple capture cards. Cool. So don't right. worry too much. Yeah. <laughs> It'll work out. Uh, yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of interesting things happening. Like, 2016, uh, like, I've said this to the council a lot, is gonna be a very big year for Pokemon. There's mm, gonna be, yes. uh, there's just gonna, there's a lot of things happening. Um, I hope it doesn't take away too much from Game Freak in general. Uh, I know that a lot of these games are being produced by not Game Freak. Um, like, Go is being pr- produced by Niantic. You have Pokken actually being developed by the Tekken people. Namco? Um, hmm? Yeah, Namco? I think I think it's done in combination with Namco. Yeah, I think so. And it's uh you've got um all of these like three D S freemium games, but they're they're not done by Game Game Freak either. And mm-hmm. uh if they could just give like another development company, you know, the keys to like drive Pokemon Stadium X, that'd be great. And <laughs> I'm not gonna let this off until Nintendo gives it to me. Oh my gosh. We need to get that bingo card done. That bingo I mean they're like four spaces <laughs> missing. On that bingo card. <laughs> Feel free to send suggestion in the next mailbag. Yeah, of course. Um, so one final piece of news, Pokemon-wise. Uh, Cerebi said that in this issue of the Koro Koro, they announced that they're making an announcement in the next Koro Koro. Um, that is so Koro Koro. Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be... A, a, it's uh, What is it? Let me get the exact quote. It's... Uh, it's detailing uh, that there's going to be big Pokemon news for 2016 in the next Koro Koro. Um, typically, though, the December Koro Koros are actually just when they talk about the ne- the movie for next year. Wait, wait, you mean there's going to be a Pokemon movie in 2016? Yeah, exactly, <gasps> right? You mean it's yeah. probably going to come out around July? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's some big piece of news. I mean, if, they, if we didn't already know that, I mean, I'd be... Like, I'd be really happy if they announced the movie and the game at the same time. Mm. But I, I doubt it. I know a lot of people are just getting dis- desperate for the Z announcement. I oh, mean, this, this is this is evidence that uh, even Joe Merrick is getting desperate for this Pokemon Z announcement. What yeah. if, uh... What if they managed to figure out um, a way to keep all that stuff under wraps until the movie... And then they just revealed a lot of new Pokemon in the movie, and it got people to go to theaters to see it. Mm. But, uh, I don't, I don't know that they're worried about making money from the movie so much as the games. Like the games are definitely the biggest, the biggest like money maker, right? Uh, sure, for sure. But like, it would certainly bump sales. I don't it, know. It would, it would keep people interested. I really I just... would just like to see. I would just like some Z announcement because this is. It's been a really long time. It's been like a year. 
since like anything Pokemon's happened. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know I told you guys that I would be like moderately happy even if we just got an official European release date for Super Mystery Dungeon, which we got happen, by the way, February nineteenth. Ooh. February the nineteenth. But yeah, to be honest, I also wanted the main game. And that's the same day that uh, that's the same day that Fire Emblem comes out. Oh, oh man, that Fire Emblem thing with the three games was also disgustingly cash grabby. Oh yeah, let's not get into that. Yeah, I totally am not supporting them by totally not getting the collector's edition. And <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know the moment in in the direct. Which, by the way, was very weird for me because I immediately realized that I was watching Reggie Fails on Me when I was supposed to be watching Shibata. <laughs> and so I, mm. I realized, oh my god, the directs are different. And so I watched two directs at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how I did not get a headache from that. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> anyway, the moment that put like the biggest amount of fear in my heart was the moment when they revealed that there was going to be an Animal Crossing amiibo mm. that was exclusive to a certain bundle and yep. would only be out until, like, supplies last. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh my god, we have just lost Thatch forever. No. I bet he's already camping mm. outside no. of a game store <laughs> right now and we're never going to see him until <laughs> this thing Okay, okay, so like it crossed my mind for a second to do that. Um, I'm not gonna lie. But like, so I made this pact with Misty that like after the Smash Brothers amiibo, we're done. We're just done. Because I'm not doing this again. Because you know how many Animal Crossing amiibo they can make? They can make a lot of Animal Crossing amiibo. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I know you love Animal Crossing and I was. Oh my gosh, I do love Animal Crossing. But like, okay, so like. I really am not into the whole, like, Animal Crossing need of the board game thing. I don't think that's true. I'm more disappointed that Nintendo didn't give me a Wii U Animal Crossing. Like, well, like, you don't don't know that yet. Animal Crossing has just been so, like, phoned in ever since New Leaf came out. I mean, they're just biding time. They haven't put out a major Animal Crossing title since then. It's all been Mm spinoffs. Like, Happy House, Happy Home. I may or may not have bought that, and. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> interior design one, huh? The interior design game. Yeah, I bought it. I bought it. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of a lot of Nintendo franchises, and that's I I just can't keep doing the amiibo thing. I just can't. I I only have so much. Like I I'm re- I'm really happy now that like we're on the last leg of the like Super Smash Brothers amiibo. Like we're on the last leg of it. We're, we're like of the ones announced right now. I'm missing like four, mm. and it's gonna wow. like, which is really nice. It's really nice only missing four, and you know, and then I'll just get them as they come out, you know. Mm-hmm. And because like right now I need Falco. Lucas was just announced. I'm missing uh, King DDD, and I'm missing uh, Paul and Tana, and those are the only ones I need. You've already pre-ordered Mewtwo then. Uh, Mewtwo came out uh, yesterday. Oh! Uh, it's sitting on my shelf right now. <laughs> I thought you were still waiting for that one. Nope, I got it. I'm waiting for Lucas and Falco. Falco drops, I think, next week. Mm. And uh, Lucas comes out in January. Okay. And then there's obviously going to be a Ryu, a Roy, and now a Cloud. Um, yeah. 
So those are three more that I still have yet to buy. And you know, I, they're going to do a Smash Direct next month, so I guarantee you there's some more Amiibo for Thatch to buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. But, I guess uh, the final tiny tippy-tip piece of news is by the time you listen to this... Masuda will have appeared on the Pukenchi TV show and he will have talked about music, music, and then some more music. Yep. And then nothing else. Exactly. I uh, feel pretty confident saying that even though it's not going to happen for another six hours at the time of recording. Yeah, I don't I don't think anything exciting is going to happen. I, I feel like if we hear any Pokemon news, we may get a Pokemon-specific Pokemon, uh, Direct. Yeah. And that could happen in January. Um, I, I don't even know. I have no idea what's happening anymore. Uh, it could guys, happen... Guys, I really want to be wrong, but I'm trying, like, not to jinx us. So, <laughs> I'm thinking, like, January would be a really good time, because it could be like, this is the three-year anniversary of when we announced X and Y. Yeah. Or they could do something, like, around the 27th of February, being like, this is the 20th anniversary of Pokemon. And this is the future. Yeah. Or, or they could just say, whatever, we're doing it whenever we want to. Who knows? It's that is 100% <laughs> probably what is going to happen. That uh, is what has been happening so far. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just, I can't, I can't make any predictions anymore. They've broken me. Uh, <laughs> uh, small Puckle News tidbits. Uh, Puckle t-shirts are still up for sale, if you haven't bought one already. Um, they look pretty cool. I wear it. Whimsicott wants one. Ethan I probably wants one. Getting it like within a few days, probably. <laughs> uh, we people still bought it. Like it's not like a while supplies last thing. I don't want to like give that away. Like and only buy this if like you have extra money. Don't be like this is how I'm going to support Puckle and I have no money to eat. Uh, <laughs> so don't do that. Like yeah, you can't wear the shirt if you can't live. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, unless you're going to wear it in your casket or something, but. Oh my god, that's horrible. That, that, they went really dark really quick. Rep, but... Repping Puckle to the grave. <laughs> but yeah, if, you, uh, if you'd if you be willing to and you've got a little extra money, like that's a great way to support the podcast. And uh, we like it's great because we can we get these shirts at a pretty reasonable price. Mm-mm. So, check it out. Uh, it's on the website. It's etsy.com slash shop slash Puckle Podcast. Uh, I think that's it for the news. Uh, yeah. I got one little dumb piece of news because I always love to give shout out to Japan. Okay. Uh, if you, at the upcoming Pokemon Lab Science Attraction Nagoya, players can obtain a serial code for the Johto starter Pokemon oh, by yeah, completing right. the challenge. Yeah, so you can get a Chikorita that knows Tackle and Growl. Ooh, uh, you can, you can get sounds a like a normal Chikorita. Yep. You can get a Cyndaquil who knows the moves, wait for it, Tackle and Leer. And you can get Totodile, who knows Scratch and Leer. And they wow. are all level 5. Wow. Yep, so My I think it's worth... If, if you're not from Japan, it's worth buying a plane ticket just to go get those crazy... <laughs> Even though you can get them in uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Literally just got yeah. a Chikorita in like Yeah, Thatch, Thatch I'm sorry. I won't be getting a Buckle T-shirt. I need to get this plane ticket to Japan and Thatch <laughs> and uh... You made the right decision. I think Strom's I going to Japan actually next year. Oh, that's banging! That's cool. He's gonna go for like a year or something. Wow! Yeah, like study that's abroad. Awesome. So that's we're gonna awesome. make him. We're gonna make him our reporter on the ground. You know? Our Japan correspondent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're gonna make him send us so much stuff. <laughs> <from the> center. 
Yeah, probably. Hey, they just announced these new line of backpacks. Can you... Do you want to mail me? There's gonna be like a giant crate going one way and a tiny box going the other way. Towards exactly, me. exactly. <laughs> All right, then uh, that's it for the news. So after this quick break, we're gonna jump into the topic. Hey, this is Misty, and I think you should sign up for the Puckle Podcast website if you haven't already. You can earn badges, make new friends, chat with me and other hosts of the podcast, and just talk about Pokemon. You should also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Tumblr to get your Puckle fix. If you haven't already, help us out by reviewing us on iTunes. And if you have time, send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, since fan emails make up a good chunk of our show. So join the Puckle community today. And on the topic today, the topic today is going to be a little bit shorter, but we're going to be talking about event Pokemon and how they work and some of the events that we're really sad we don't have right now. And how we think it should change. But first, I guess, Whimsicott and Ethan are doing something. Yes. We have Whimsicott our own has a, Yes, a very special Ethan-only exclusive event. <laughs> Take that, Japan. You, yeah. You it's literally one. just the uh, shiny Rayquaza from a couple months ago. I didn't get mine. That was a big deal, actually, because Ethan didn't have his 3DS at the time, and Italy never got this shiny Rayquaza. Really? But so, yeah, but some programmer mm-hmm. uh, on Reddit went to the Hong Kong Pokemon website or something like that, yeah. and they were distributing this shiny Rayquaza as um, like you'd get a code if you like register to the oh, website okay. or something like that. And this guy figured out that the code was incredibly easy to break. Okay, that's and nice. He, he he essentially had the website generate a thousand codes for a shiny Rayquaza. <laughs> and he put them up on Reddit, and every 3DS that wasn't an American one could use these codes. And so I got an extra shiny Rayquaza, and Ethan, here you go. Thank you very much. Yeah, these events are actually... That's happening a lot, actually, with this... Uh, with, like these uh people like hacking into it like they tried to do it with hoopa in uh in europe recently but i think they fixed it <laughs> i think they fixed the problem but it's really sad it honestly is i mean i'm glad that they were able to do this one because a few countries did not get rayquaza i, I mean that like happens a lot with events and it's really I, I don't understand there's a lot of frustration amongst the community with uh with these event pokemon and mm. Uh, I, I used to think back in Gen 4 that event Pokemon... I said back in Gen 4. Oh, I, I, I used to think... I used to think back then, though, that, uh, that like, event Pokemon were the coolest. Wi-Fi was the new thing. Back then, mythical Pokemon, there weren't too many of them. You had Arceus. You've had, uh, you had Darkrai. You had Shaman. You had Jirachi. You had Deoxys. You had Celebi. And you had Mew. That's you No, know, not that many. No, that's seven. So many. That's so many, dude. That's se- okay, but Ethan, in the time from then to now, yeah, oh the number gosh. of mythical Pokemon there are has more than uh has has more than doubled. Like, oh my yeah, God. I mean, they're because they're putting... you've got like uh, sorry, <laughs> I'll, I'll let I'll let I'll let you finish, but <laughs> there's uh you, in Gen five you got Victini, you've got Keldeo, you've got Meloetta, and you've got uh, I'm forgetting one already. Um, who is the one after Meloetta in the Pokedex? Genesect. Genesect. 
then that's four, right? So we just add four to seven, so that's eleven. And then you're looking at in Gen six, you're looking at Deonsi, Hoopa, and Vulcanian. Mm-hmm. And so that's another three. Oh god. And so you add that on. That's uh that's fourteen uh Pokemon now. And they've been doing this trend of like adding four Pokemon or adding three or four mythical Pokemon each generation. And it's to the point where it's kind of gotten out of hand, and a lot of people who have just started playing are missing out on these event Pokemon, except for, I guess, Korea, right, Whimsicott? Yeah, uh, Korea, as you were saying before, Korea didn't really get to play the game along with the rest of us, mm-hmm. and so right now they're having a lot of distributions of event-exclusive Pokemon. Like, I believe right now in Korea... You can get, uh, I think, a Keldeo, a Shaming. Let me check. I'm probably saying something wrong. I'm sure about the Shaming. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, yeah, you can get one, one a Keldeo right now. And probably a couple others. Like, well, if you have a Korean game system, get on that. <laughs> it's it's just been I so it's just so frustrating. I wish I could get a, a Well, I mean, I guess from for them it was even more frustrating to like not get the games. I mean, at well, all? Yeah, but, but if you if you still think about it like you could have somebody who picks up the game in 6th gen and is missing out on all of these like mythical pokemon, right? Yeah. And and it's very because fr- if you look at uh in in the US at least, I'm going to try to include Europe in this as well because for the most part they agree. Uh, Europe, however, did have a Darkrai event in 2015, so I don't feel as bad for you. Um, um, uh, it was actually only in the UK. My apologies. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, the last time we got a Darkrai event in all of Europe and all of them uh, in the US is we was in 2012. That's the time mm. we got a Darkrai event. An even worse offender would have to be uh, Shaman. Oh yeah. Uh, the last time we we got a Shaman event. Like, even in Japan, the last time a Shaman event happened was 2014. Uh, <laughs> there was also, uh, the last time the US and Europe got a Shaman event, though, 2010. That was before 5th Gen. That was before 5th yeah. Gen. So, it's I been mean, it's been two generations since we've gotten a Shaman event. And both of these generations uh, were, like, very focused on, like, allowing people to start over and mm-hmm. enter the franchise. And then you're not giving them, like, the full package. So, so yeah, I mean, same thing with, uh, well, I guess Jirachi was a little bit better. Uh, not really, uh, actually. Yeah, Japan Jirachi just was... Japan just gets Jirachi all the time. And the last yeah, time there was Kanabata. actually a legitimate uh, Jirachi event in the U.S. and Europe again was in 2010. I mean, yeah. like, there are a lot of event Pokemon out there. And, I mean, like I said, we did the tally. 14 mythical Pokemon. Um, I mean, I... I'm discluding uh, Deoxys right now, and Manaphy's actually mythical right now. Mm. And so, that's 14 mythical Pokemon that exist right now. I and wish I could get a Manaphy. You can't, you can't even do a distribution once a month and cover all of that. Yeah. In a year. I mean, and that's, it's very, I mean, I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why there's so much dead air, you know, when they're doing the Wi-Fi events. Why there isn't just always a Wi-Fi event. Mm. Even if it is just to give away the Zoroark for like two weeks. And... Uh, I don't know. Like these my- mythical Pokemon are like the biggest defenders of this. Obviously, we have some really cool like other events that happen. Like right now, we have Zoroark yeah. going on in the U.S., and then we also had the Shiny Rayquaza. We had 
But even those events, as you were saying a while ago, are not as cool as the events we used to have. No, you're 100% right. Uh, in, in, num- in a number of facets, right? Yeah, you First of all, you had to go somewhere physically to go get it, uh, which the Hoopa event's kind of bringing back, and I like that. Um, you actually have to go somewhere, which is really cool because you'll actually run into people. Um, and I think that's what Pokemon's all about, and Pokemon Go is, uh, is very much, like, aiming towards that kind of socialization again. And I know I just, I just mentioned Pokemon Go by myself all the time, but mm-hmm. don't mention Pokemon Go to me. Like, I get lost in my dreams, and you lose <laughs> <Pokemon>. <laughs> Oh, but it's just, like, it's a, it's one of those things, and I'm very excited to, like, do the Hoopa event. Especially, it's gonna be around Christmas time here in the U.S., yeah. Uh, we're gonna be able to. We're gonna be going to like. You have to go to McDonald's, so it's like America. Oh. And. But at the same time, like I might run into some kid or something that you know, like like when I went to nationals and I met. Oh no, up. no thatch. We can't be going down this rabbit hole. No, 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 no. Okay, so so what was really exciting is I went to nationals and we met up with a with a fan of the podcast. His name was Jackson. Oh yeah. Uh, he he's like uh, thirteen years old. He still writes into the podcast. Very cool. And one of my favorite things is literally just. Uh, going out and, like, meeting these people. And, like, I, and what I did was, I'm like, yeah, I have a Darkrai from, like, ten years ago. Here, have a Darkrai. <laughs> and, like, I made, I made, I'm making people's days, you know? <laughs> going around. You're, and, you're a wish giver. I'm, really. I'm literally Santa Claus. You're pretty much Santa Claus. I'm, I am the Pokemon of Santa Claus. And, I don't know, I like meeting these younger fans who are just like, wait, you've been playing since, like, 1998? Oh, God. And... <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, that was like before born. you were born. If your Pokemon career was a person, they'd be graduating soon. <laughs> You're 100 percent correct. No, it's like I've been playing. I've been playing Pokemon longer than some of the kids who are playing Pokemon now have been alive. And oh, easy, it, oh easy it's just money. one of those things easy where it's, I like. I, I'm not saying saying kids. Like I like meeting the older people as well. Uh, I, I like meeting the people who are like my age as well that are also into Pokemon. And like what's great is like I can do it at McDonald's and I'll run into somebody at McDonald's like that's right next to my house and be like, Wait, you like live within driving distance of here too and you play Pokemon? He's like, Yeah, and we could be friends. Yeah, it's fun seeing that like it still resonates with the younger people. It resonates not with just the younger people, but also people our age. It's really it's really a lot of fun. It puts it in perspective of like what I mean, as much as we're in this little like um our own world where mm-hmm. most of the people are older than I'd say 13, like in the Pucko community. Mm-hmm. And the last time I went to an event, like the overwhelming majority of, of fans were like 10, like nine. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, it was really cool to see like, okay, so this is going to keep perpetuating itself. It's going to keep going. Yeah, just, there will always be new fans. It's one of those things, you know, I like, like uh, the way I see myself now, is if you look at the veteran trainers that you battle, like, in the game. Yeah. Like, we're the veteran trainers. Yeah. We've been doing this for, like, 20 years. Dude, I'm the veteran trainers. Do you have any gray hair? I don't think so. I I actually do. Um, And I don't. It's very disturbing. (laughs) uh, Because, uh, like, every once in a while, like... I'll I'll be with my mom or something. She'd be like, "You've got a few gray hairs right here." I'm like, "I'm I'm 24. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I'm 24. That's good to know." I I should have them and you shouldn't, but you're not. You're I don't not know. Old. I I look younger than I am. So 
I guess that's gonna go on for another while. That is a picture of me, Ethan. That's a 100% accurate representation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, that's what you look like. (laughs) That is what I look like. Uh, But um, a veteran trainer with a really cool jacket. Yeah, I'm gonna buy that jacket. I swear. And you're and you're gonna buy that haircut. This like super tightly cropped. We're looking at the sprite for the X and Y veteran trainer right now. Then I need like a really cool trench coat. I'm gonna get a trench coat. I'm gonna do it. If you guys need to know, like, really desperately what Thatch looks like without, you know, just going on Facebook, <laughs> X, X and Y Veteran Trainer is exactly what he looks like. The, the dude one, of course. And, <laughs> and of course, Whimsicott looks like the, the lady trainer. Absolutely. We, but yeah, it's just like... Like, you just, you just add some fluff to the Veteran Trainer female and <laughs> a marshmallow in the background of the Veteran Trainer male. There's yep. also, like, a... Uh, if you think about... Uh, the other problem that I have with events that Whimsicott was alluding to is that they used to be uh, they used to be very much just items that unlocked the Pokemon that were already just like hidden in the game, as opposed to just giving you the Pokemon. Like you went on an adventure, and I, I really do miss that aspect of like it's it's essentially DLC and it's like free DLC for the game. You know, you download you download this item and then you can go do this thing. And they kind of did that with the Eon ticket again, which was really cool. I really liked the Eon ticket last year. That was fantastic. Like, absolutely fantastic. Mm, yes. I still maintain that uh, that the best event of all was the, the Celebi event from our Gold Soul Silver. That was really cool, too. Yeah, There's like, so much even just like on. Even just, like, the Pokemon, like, unlocking some part of the story. That That is just... There's just so much there, and I, I know the reason they don't do it is because I think it's too complicated for people to understand. There's a lot of layers to that, but... I mean, to be honest, I uh, I have, like, one of my... Well, I didn't do the Celebi event in Heartgold Soul Silver yet, what? but one of... I know, I'm, I'm keeping that Pokemon along with the spiky-eared Pichu and well, all that. Well, you can't move the spiky-eared Pichu even if you wanted to, so... No, I'm... I'm. Oh, no, it's like, it's the Pikachu-colored Pichu mm-hmm. that will give me the spiky-eared Pichu. I have them all in my Platinum because I'm going to play Soul Silver again. And I can't wait to get to that part because I didn't do the events the first time around. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do them this time. But one of my fondest memories was actually, like, the shaming event. And that wasn't very complicated. Like, it just unlocked a new area, and you walked in a straight line for a very long time, and then you were face-to-face with shaming. Exactly. I would be perfectly okay with something like that, even. Just getting the Pokemon, like, delivered to you in the Pokemon Center, or even placed in your box, that is too sad. They don't have yeah. to make it complicated. They just have to make it something. I don't know. I also, I just really have a problem with event, with mythical Pokemon in general right now. Like, just because there's so many of them, and it's becoming so hard to distribute them. I mean, that's why I do the Jirachi giveaways, like, the second Monday every month in the chat box, right? Yeah, uh, that's nice. Because, like, I, I, I at least have, like, one of the distribution discs for that. I'm really tempted to go ahead and, like, because I know people collect them. They collect, like, the little distribution cards from, like, the Shaman event and stuff. Mm. And I'm really tempted to start collecting those. <laughs> but they're super expensive. Like, oh my gosh. They're, like, incredibly expensive. Like, I think if you go get, like, the Keldeo distribution card or something like that, they're, like, 
They're like really expensive, and it's not going to mean anything now because they do it all over Wi-Fi or something, right? Mm-mm. Oh, there we go. Um, I can get the Keldeo distribution cartridge right now for thirty bucks. I told you we should get Thatch looks up the price of something on the bingo card. I put it on the bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> Because you do that all the time. I do, because I... It's totally, <laughs> okay, this is like... It's not like this is, like, not applicable to anything. No, I mean, you're giving current information. That's good. I mean, this is, like... This is very interesting. Uh, you can get a $60... For $60, you can get the uh, Celebi distribution card for 4th gen. <laughs> well, I know I'm holding on to my, like, GameStop uh, cards... Now, because maybe in 15 years I can get some money off of them. Like, 60 bucks for that, like, Celebi distribution card. That's insane. Yo, dude, you get a Keldeo distribution for 30. I know, I just said that. I Well, but the Celebi one I'm, is older. Well, I'm deaf. <laughs> the Celebi one is much older. I mean, but it'd be really cool to be able to get those and, like, move them up. I could do the same thing like I do with the Wishmaker Jirachi, you know? Wait, what if we all pitched in and picked up? some and just flooded the marketplace with that would be i mean i think that would be i mean at least for puckle people that'd be really exciting right yeah uh, if, we, if we get if we get a pot and then we we fill you know like a a do- donation pot and then we yeah. buy one of those carts i agree like after like if we bought something it. like that for the community i'd be down for that man that'd be neat i think that huh. i'd be i'd be 100 percent down for that if that was On like one a community hand, purchase on one hand, I you just... would be supporting the second-hand kind of market, which is a little bit gross, but, like, I want it. <laughs> no, I think it'd be really cool if, like, we bought, the, like, we bought all of those distribution cards. I, I think it'd be very cool. Ooh, there's a, there's there was... a lot right now where you can get, you can get Soul Silver, Black, Diamond, and I'm on the same of... eBay page as you. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? That's crazy. Uh, there's there's a list of four of them right now. You can get, uh, there's uh, Meloetta, Celebi, Keldeo... And it just says legendary. I'm not sure what it is, but uh, there's a lot of four of them right now. You can buy for uh, it looks like hundred and eighty dollars. Just so you know, guys, there was like a reverse accent fail because I was thinking you were talking about like the little postcard thingies <laughs> with the code printed on them because I yeah. kept hearing card instead of cart. Oh. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. I also so, thought like, that at the beginning. Man, I've got, I've got some yeah. of those. They're probably worth something. No, I don't. Oh man, there's the old school Palkia Dialga DS. Okay, I need to stop shopping on those, eBay. Those cards will, will sell for pretty decent, actually. Like, like, am I pretty decent? Like twenty bucks. Yeah, it's uh, but yeah, event Pokemon. I think a lot needs to change about that, and I don't know what you guys think, but hopefully they're fun though. With me. They're I mean, they're time. definitely fun. And I'm all down for you guys throwing some money and we buy some of these cartridges <laughs> and we distribute them to people. But not, not like the $2,000 ones, though. That's a bit much. No, 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 no. No, no, no. But, like, that that would be very, very nice. Like, that'd be so really, people... that, I think that'd be really cool for something to do for Puckle. I think that'd be really cool. If you're interested and you think we should, like, direct some of our donations towards something like that, let us know. Yeah, of course. Um, like I say, all the extra money that we get from t-shirt sales, from everything, after we pay off Thatch's, uh, Thatch's, uh, initial setup fees, mm-hmm. that all the money just goes straight to Buckle. Like, but it's gonna be awesome, guys. It's gonna be awesome. So, yeah, let's go take a commercial break, and we'll be back with Pokemon the episode. We'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. 
What are the two things that everybody wants most from life? Their love and time travel. Now I can't bring you love, but I can bring you time travel. Hello, my name is Bill, and I live in Goldenrod City, Johto, and I've just come up with a device that will let you trade with Pokemon trainers. Three years in the past. You heard me correct. If you go to any Pokemon Center, you can access the time capsule and trade with anyone, even yourself, from three years ago. You heard right. Time travel. For free, any Pokemon Center. Now, I'm not sure why I'm advertising this since I'm making zero money. Wait. Why am I advertising this? <laughs> And welcome back. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 421, Cherim, the Blossom Pokemon. Uh, as as suggested by Whimsicott, according to the uh, Pearl Pokedex entry, it is docile as a bud, but turns cheerful when it blooms. It falls, ba- uh, it falls back into a bud if, sunshine- if sunlight wanes. I butchered that, but you got the point. <laughs> the point is that Cherim is useless but adorable. Oh man, yeah. how useless is it? Uh, it's, I, I mean, I could see, I could see like a VGC use for it. Actually, I, I could totally I'm... see a VGC use for it. <laughs> you gotta um, explain yourself you in a sun team. Okay, well, okay, so it's got Flower Gift, which we can all agree is a really horrible ability. Eh, um, it's not that bad. Well, it's not actually that bad. It raises the attack and special defense of this Pokemon, and its partners actually in the sun. So, like, also the Pokemon on the field with it. So, in double and triple battles, its friends also get a raise in attack and special defense. So that's like it's a really good support Pokemon, I would think. Um, yes, but if you're in sunlight, you're probably standing like next to a Charizard Y. <laughs> Especially and right now. A, Char- yes. a Charizard Y would actually benefit way more from a raise in defense and special attack. Yeah, yeah. You're 100% right. Special defense. So, it, it still manages to suck. Though. I mean, you could you could run, like, a really odd Charizard Y. I just don't see that working. I, I've seen somebody run a mixed Charizard Y. Cherim is a pretty solid PU tier. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Really uh, solid you know all what? the way at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's solid pretty... in the sense that it, uh, it's at the very bottom of the ladder and everyone else is standing on top of Cherim. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like a dumpster fire. It's garbage, but it can bring some joy. Yeah, it's, that's it's... the reason I used it. I, I used it in my Platinum playthrough. Just because so... it was so pretty and I loved making it bloom. And, yeah. like, I am actually surprised that I managed to get through the entire game with this Pokemon, and then I remember that it was because there were no fire types around. There are no fire types in Gen 4. <laughs> That's the only way Cherim can survive. You also have, uh, you also, I mean, okay, so if you want to run them in singles in PU, you're going to have a bad time. Um, <laughs> but let me, let me tell you what you can do. You can, uh, you can set up a Life Orb Cherim, because it's actually got some of the highest, like, special attack stats that you're going to see in PU. Um, it's a base 87. It's not too bad. And a base 85 speed, which isn't awful either. And so you can run a modest one. Obviously, you have to run Flower Gift. It doesn't have another choice. Um, I'm also really disappointed by Cherim. Not ha- like I was so disappointed that it doesn't get to be all happy and sunny all the time. Uh, and but you also get uh, 
you max out at special attack, obviously, max out at speed, and you can throw the four wherever you want. Special defense might work, HP, defense, whichever. It doesn't really matter. The thing is that in order for uh, its ability to activate, you actually have to set up the sun manually because mm-hmm. Drought is not allowed in PU. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah, Drought's I mean... not allowed in PU, so you have to set up the sun manually. Um, I'm not saying that you should have him set up the sun. Uh, maybe somebody else holding a uh, holding a uh, heat stone or a heat rock uh, can set up the sun. You can have any nor- number of people. Sunny days learned by like everybody. Um, yes, but uh, at the same time, you could uh, he can run energy ball for stab. Um, some great coverage in hidden power fire or hidden power rock. Wow. Um, he can learn na- dazzling gleam, however, uh, which is really really cool, and oh. could could provide some coverage as well. And uh, Healing Wish is another slot, is the last slot. Healing Wish, I think, is one of my favorite moves right now. Um, it that literally, is very interesting. It literally, like, if you're about to die and you know you can take one more hit, it's kind of like a self-destruct, like a support a support version of self-destruct, <laughs> where you just, you faint, but you can send in somebody else. Like, say you've got somebody who's, like, really weakened, and you can bring them in on the Healing Wish, and they're fully healed. Yeah. Which is uh, very nice. Huh. Only a handful of Pokemon can learn it, but I've been running it on, like, a, a Latias lately, and it works out pretty well. I've also run it on Gardevoir before as, uh, as well, just for funsies. It's nice to have. I mean, I don't use it, like, I wouldn't say, like, dude, I use Healing Wish, like, every game. It's, like, <laughs> a one in every, like, ten games thing. It should be noted that when it is, uh, when Flower Gift is active... Its base attack actually becomes slightly higher than its special attack. And so you could even run a physical Cherim. Oh, yeah. And it has Petal Blizzard. It has, uh, you know, Return Frustration and um, another few things that are kind of interesting. But I think it's It's much better as a special attacker. Like, much better. It, it certainly is, but you could have... Roll out Cherim. <laughs> that sounds Which awful. Just seems like no, it's absolutely awful. But it sounds like the most hilarious fight in. The I think Weather Ball is a much better a much better option for it, especially if you get in the sun. No, no, I, I'm not saying what I what I mentioned would work. I'm just saying it would look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we move on to the TCG for Cherim. Uh, there are literally no current cards in rotation, but in the expanded set there are a few. So I'm gonna read uh, the the newest uh, the newest Cherim card, which was in Plasma Storm. It was so long ago. Oh my goodness. Um, so he's got an ability. His ability is uh, Fairweather Heal, and once during your turn before you attack, you may heal 20 damage from one of your Pokemon that has a Grass Energy attached to it. That's kind of nice. Huh. Um, running a grass deck. And then his attack is uh, a grass energy and a colorless energy. Uh, flip two coins. This attack does 20 more damage for each head. Uh, it's a 20 plus, so it could do up to 60 damage. Um, it is only 70 HP as well, and a stage one card. Because everybody forgets Cherim evolves from Cheruby. Wait, 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 wait. That's a, that's a stage one? Yeah, did you not yeah. know Cherim evolves from Cheruby? Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just haven't played the game in so long that I don't remember how it works. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I used it, and I have trouble remembering that as well. Um, Cherim, Cherim is just like, yeah, everybody forgets that Cheruby exists. No, I don't forget, no, that, I, I don't exists, forget that. But I do tend to forget about Cheruby. 
I like Cherubi. Um, there's not no, too much horrible, trivia on Cherub, it looks like. No. Well, it's obviously based on a Sakura, uh, Cherry Blossom, but that's obviously. pretty much it. Glorious it's, about it. it's not really uh it's not really that exciting. Uh shiny form is also very unexciting. I don't know, I kind of like like the shiny form when it's in overcast form. Yeah, the blue's kinda nice, green. but like but cher- then, the the sunny's form is like not yeah, it's almost identical. Barely different from it's a little bit brighter. It's it's but it's a bit better than uh Gibble, that's all I'll say. Yeah. But <laughs> Yeah, Cherim is a very gimmicky Pokemon. And a useless one at that, but I still yeah. love it. So if you want to learn more about Pokemon in general, uh, you can go to PucklePodcast.com. We have weekly articles written by a number of great writers. Uh, we well, have Wh- Whimsicott and Snag, who write weekly opinion articles. We have uh, we have Scrawn, who does a monthly-ish trivia contest. So do that if you haven't already. He just put a new one up last week. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You win real prizes. Um, we have Jushiro writing TCG articles. He's taking a break right now, but will return very soon. Uh, Sublime also writes haphazard uh, uh, VGC articles currently. Uh, you get a weekly update on the anime from Mickey Panda, and Viger writes up the uh, news for that every week. Gives you a nice news summary. That's everybody, right? Mm, yes. Well, All right. Uh... Basket puts out a comic every month. Once a month, that's true. He does. It should be coming out very soon, actually. Yes, uh, it's usually on the 15th. So, wait, it might be out already by the time you're listening to this. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So, you guys should go check that out at PuckoPodcast.com. There's obviously more things to do there. And I'll give you the recap on what to do at the end of the show. So, without further ado, or let's move on to the mailbag. Time. It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. The mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. And onto the mailbag, as always, the mailbag is brought to you by Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hopes. And as always, we will be giving out the Green Tauros badge to an email if we feel like it is worthy of the Green Tauros badge. Uh, we will also uh, be reading your emails right now. This is our segment where we read fan emails and responses to our mailbag question. Last week's mailbag question was, what, uh, what event Pokemon would you like to see in the future? So let's jump right on in. And we will grab this first email from, I believe it is from, NJM Star. So, hey, 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 Thatch and crew. I feel like I committed to becoming an active member of the community, received a green Tauros badge, then promptly fell off the planet. This is an easy explanation in an attempt to recover the lost oil tanker for a surprise gift to the council. I was intercepted by Team Magma, who also followed the clues and rumors that it had been hidden in the deserts in the deserts of Saudi Arabia. A fierce battle occurred, and by the time I charged my way through, the oil the tanker was nowhere to be seen. But in all seriousness, the end of the semester destruction has been happening down under, and I've truly just forgotten to write in. Much I sorry. You. I feel this guy. Oh, man, it happens every school year, man. I yep. tell you. 
Uh, I wanted to say how great it has been to shamelessly immerse myself in Pokemon and invest time in something I truly enjoy. The Fuckle community is great, and I look forward to having more time this summer to meet more of you. Uh, yeah, no, it's great just talking to everybody. Like I said, I just do that one, once a month monthly chat box meetup. There might be more stuff for Christmas time, just because Christmas time, I am going to have some time off, so it'll be fun just to get to hang out with you guys. Um, I'd like to use this opportunity to shout out to Hanakane, who hooked me up with the start of my competitive journey on the last month's chat meet. I just missed everyone, but we had a good time regardless. Because of his generous help with the IV ditto, I can now strategize for the Summer League. What's that called again? It's called the Summer, the summer League. League. We also have the UUTC coming up in January. And before, and even at, before the Summer League again, we'll probably have the uh, Prepare for Trouble tournament. So, yeah. Any tips on developing OU teams would be appreciated. So far, I am just breeding Mon so I can plug and play different types of teams. That's kind of hard to do in game, honestly, but uh, good for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As far as mailbag goes, Event Pokemon is a new concept to me, being a late entrant into the online Pokemon world. It would be cool to see events created that if you fulfill different in-game or real-life requirements, you can unlock or be gifted different rewards. Hmm, For example, geographic idea. locations or visiting specific Pokemon events, game stores, uh, that's kind of the way they do it. Uh, and having unique opportunities from those. Like, you could do, like, go to McDonald's or something from the 27th to, like, the 23rd. This so. is a really dumb pie-in-the-sky idea that I have. Yeah? But what if there was a way for them to track, like, community service... And if you went out, oh my gosh, that'd service, be hilarious! You would get like a chancy or something. That'd be I hilarious. would be all about that. That'd be so cool. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I, it would be so impossible to to track that. That'd be awesome. I feel like, like this they, could add. They, oops, I'm sorry, Ethan. If they picked like a, a like a community leader or like somebody who, uh, this is this is really like idealistic and weird, but like. If somebody, there was a contest every week, like, who is the best philanthropist in the Pokemon community? And they give away, <laughs> like, a special event Pokemon to them. That would be weird. That'd be, that'd be crazy. That would be. We could just do that ourselves. We could just, like, initiate that ourselves. Yeah. But instead, <laughs> let's just let's just buy a, a cart off of eBay to distribute. <laughs> hmm, uh, we this... could call it Pokemon It Forward. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's a really, really stretched pun. I like it. Uh. Force... <laughs> I like how forced that was. Uh, for example, geographic locations or visiting specific events, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they could promote more community work when trying to develop each person's unique team. I have a mailbag question for Thatch and whoever he has. In the near future, I will be attending a Pokemon party where costumes are mandatory. I'm big on sly references or some funny joke slash pun. Thoughts? I'll let you know how, how I progress as the date draws near. Uh, what does he need? Um... He needs to, uh, so he needs to like wear a costume. Um, yeah. he should be a bird. Just get up I, here. I saw a good one on on Reddit or somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Like there was someone dressed as Wednesday Adams with an Ash Ketchum hat and a Pikachu, and they were dressed as Ash Wednesday. Ah, that's, that's pretty good. And that's the only one I can come up with. I'm not good with puns because you know, not not my first language. Uh, I kind of like the flip-flop flip slash thong fact trend, and I'm going to claim I started it. Uh, namaste, NJM star, PS for alligator, eight weeks strong, hashtag bother thatch. Uh, what if, what if he went as 
Barack Obama, and he combined Barack Obama oh. and Barack, and then, I mean, he's technically in that Pokemon category. Or as Obamas know. Yeah. yeah. That could work. Yeah. yeah. You get in, yeah, you get into weird stuff with with that though when you try to be the president of the United States of America. Mm. And an Obama snow. Yeah. Okay, uh, Ethan, you said you wanted this next one from yes. uh, from uh, what's his name, Axonus. Yes. Okay. Um, this is a long one, so strap in. Um, hey, it's Axonus. I just want. Uh, just gonna say, screw Inferno. Use Fire Blast. That is all. <laughs> all right. Wow. Yeah. You know Hashtag what? burn Viger. Yeah. This guy um, is giving me a run for my money with the length of his yeah. mail. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wait, so oh, man. I must have missed out on this. What's the? De- is there a debate here? Oh uh, no! So Viger said that he was he he said that he was running a, a an unusual set unusual. on a, a chandelier where it uses Inferno, and both Bo and I are like, why are you using Inferno? Um, it's not only just weaker, like it's weaker than Fire Blast, lower hit, lower and it has a fifty percent chance to hit. The only good thing about Inferno over Fire Blast is that it has a 100% chance of burn. But mm. it's a 50% chance to hit. So I, my personal opinion is if you really want to burn somebody that badly and do damage, and you have a 50% hit rate, just go ahead and run Will-O-Wisp and Fire Blast. No, 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 no. I think he's on to something. I think he's <laughs> on to something here. I gotta back oh my boy goodness. up with that. I think that... If you like, let's say you use an accuracy increasing move, or instead of doing that, you just take the gamble. I'm a man who takes risks. Okay, that's a so, huge like, risk. Yeah, dude, fifty fifty. I like those odds. You're like flipping a coin. Yeah, oh man, I'm, like you can either win a million dollars or you could die. So <laughs> man, I'll I'll do it. Let's go right now. Give me that coin. Let's flip it. Oh man, I think you just want to use the move because it sounds so cool. It does sound cool. I like to live on the edge though. <laughs> All right, Whimsicott, you get this next one from uh, DDG Maniac. Dennis the yep. DDG Maniac. Hi, Thatch and Randomly Encountered Hosts. It is I, Dennis the DDG Maniac, here for another mailbag. First, I'll answer last week's mailbag with a question to you guys instead. Do you guys think Pokemon Mystery Dungeons, Dungeon is canon or a spin-off? Answer before you continue reading. Uh... Mm. The canon is so convoluted. In I'm like, saying spin-off. It, I mean, trying to connect them in a meaningful way is already a fool's errand. So yes. Yeah, I'm saying it's yet another alternate universe. Ooh, kazaa. Uh, I keep going. Yep. If your answer is spin-off, is it correct? Or is it? Actually, it's both. Story-wise, it's a spin-off, but its lore is canon. Why is its lore canon? Well, since Pokemon Red and Blue, the whole human becomes a Pokemon lore slash myth has been mentioned in various occasions. It first appeared on Abra's Pokedex entry, and it actually it is actually mentioned again in 5th gen, but not in the Pokedex, in a book in a library that goes into details about this lore. Uh, it gives me goosebumps, but I love Poke lore so much. Next future feature I want to see in a future game is actually the ability to customize your Pokeball, Trainer, and Trainer card, and the return of the Pokewalker device from Heart Gold to Silver. Now, am I crazy? But wasn't there a way to customize Pokeballs way back when? Uh, you're thinking of the the capsules, Stamps. and what yeah. we were talking about that That's episode right. was we were actually talking about like a Pokeball, like like you can customize it so that it would be effective against different things. 
Oh, 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 like the effect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Using it, not yeah, post, essentially not a, more, uh, a more uh, flexible version of Kurt's Pokeballs. Yeah. I would like to see stickers make a comeback, though, so I could write butts in my Pokeball, <laughs> and then when, it, when you throw it out, it would just say, butts. <laughs> oh my goodness. A man, a man can dream. A man can dream, that's for sure. Now to this week's mail. I want Pokemon to be more international with their Pokemon events giveaways. Why? Well, I haven't seen a Victini, Caldeo, Meloetta, Jirachi, Mew, and Manaphy event in a long time in the US. Not only that, they make non-legendary Pokemon events that never reach other parts of the world. And there is a, an upset little face here. Mm-hmm. It bugs me to no end sometimes. Like a hive of a hundred Beedrill over a honey stealing Earthring. That's that paragraph? could basically summarize the entire topic that we said today. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah, it's and it really bothers me. Huh. <laughs> that's, that's Why it. did we go through all of that work? We should have just read the single. Yeah, it could have been We said some other topic. constructive things. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, they should give us Pokemon with currently unavailable or very hard-to-get hidden ability, or season-themed events like they do for Halloween. I'd love a dark ray distribution in the U.S., or those shiny legendaries that they are giving out in Japan. I think we might get those. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. We can only hope. I expect Volcanion will be released next year. Very likely. I'm kind of bitter about having to go to McDonald's to get my Hoopa instead of going to GameStop like always, but whatever. But well, you can get, that's like, all I rent for now. Before sandwich. I go on about what bugs annoy me to no end. I attach my old Craner card. I'll fade to the shadows and relax for a while. Spook right, you later. Let's uh, let's check this trainer card. Let's see. What he going. always sends us oh, pictures. Nice. It's really the co- coolest yeah. thing. It's uh, a ghost trainer card, mm-hmm. and it has a Politoed, a Seismitoad, a War Turtle, uh, a Jellicent, a Mega Charizard X, and a Hydreigon. My that dude loves trainer card. My dude loves water types and dragon types, and you gotta he, appreciate that. Sure <laughs> does. Yeah, he does, man. All right. So this next one is from Chris, I guess? Hello, Puckle. Chris here to catch up on some mailbags. But first, I must say that Feraligator is a cool Pokemon. Uh, Swords Dance plus Aqua Jet is a threatening combination. Now on to the mailbags. My favorite starter, Cyndaquil. My favorite region, Johto. An unanswered question has been scratching my head. Why can't Ditto Queen breed? That's, that's a good question, and none of us have an answer. I think... And I'm just speculating here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, uh, since the Nidoran family is actually split mm-hmm. instead of having genders, I think having like different Pokemon being able to generate Nidoran male and Nidoran female who are like different species was kind of hard at the time in Gen 2. And so maybe they just kept that forever afterwards because that's the way it had been. But I actually have no idea if this actually makes sense or not. Okay. It's, it's just the only thing I could think of. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'll figure it out. I'll kill you. Uh, now on to the recent mailbag. An event Pokemon I would like to be distributed would be Mew. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mew is a Pokemon that hasn't had many distributions. When was the last time Mew was distributed? I'm finding this out right uh, I now. I think there was a Heart Gold Soul Silver distribution. Uh, 2010. You are exactly right. Was the yeah. last time Mew was distributed at all? I'm like, a master in Japan, in the U.S., in Europe, anywhere. 2010 was the last time you got a Mew. 
Um, you can't. Okay, so if you have a if you have a fourth gen game, and you downloaded my Pokemon Ranch, you could get a Mew if you filled it up with a thousand Pokemon. If you have a plash, if you have a Pearl or Diamond, they never got that plastic. Yeah, they never did the update ranch, in right? the U.S. Yeah, they never did the update in the U.S. or outside of Japan, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, I only have Platinum. I could never get it from my brother's Pokemon Ranch game. Yeah. Now on, uh, so, another event Pokemon that, I, that is less likely than Mew is Typhlosion with Earth Power. The Sludge mm -hmm. Bomb Zoroark shows that Game Freak isn't afraid of giving Pokemon moves they can't traditionally learn. They do it all the time, actually, with events. And Earth Power makes sense for on the Volcano Pokemon. Mm. It would uh, give him better coverage against Rock and other fire types. Uh, thanks for, the t t for taking the time to read my mailbag. Chris out. Not a problem. Solid. Solid uh, you want this next one from uh, Jesse May, Ethan? Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, hello, Puggle Podcast. My name is Jesse. Uh, thank you for taking the time to read this mailbag, as it's the first one I've written. Um, this week's question was, what event Pokemon would I like to, uh, to be distributed? And I would have to say Mew. It hasn't been distributed a whole lot. And I think it's time for it to, for Mew to be available for everyone to love. Especially since Pokemon is celebrating 20 years. Wow, I am that old. Anyways, that's what I think. I just love Mew. And Oh, and Mew sounds like my cat when she meows. Alright, that's adorable. <laughs> Mew. I think we have a... You know how adorable my cat is? One of meows? He makes this lovely noise. He goes... Because <laughs> <laughs> he can't meow. My cat can't meow because he had an upper respiratory infection before I got him. Oh, poor baby. Yeah, he just you just hear him like make this ah noise every time he's mad at you. Oh. I was like, I'll pick him up and he'll be like, yeah, I don't want to be picked up. And go ah. Oh. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> okay, uh, what was the guy? You can get this next one uh, from R Sigma. All right. Hello again, Pokalonians. Tis I, R Sigma, once again. So, the first event Pokemon to come to mind is level 29 for Alligator, only knowing Splash, having locked IVs of one and having the ability Defeatist. Then, it can either be holding a Flame Orb or giving to you already burned and holding a Blastoisenite because he thinks he can grow arm cannons to punch things with. Hashtag Roast Thatch. Hashtag Find a Roast Berry. Yeah, this is getting a bit old. It's getting so old. It's been eight weeks. <laughs> For a more on-track answer, I'd like to see a Zep Cannon slash Inferno PG. Secret Sword Cobalion and Freeze-Dry Glacian. Wait, can Cobalion not learn Secret Sword? Uh, I think it can learn Sacred Sword. Ah, okay, that's why. Also, Synchronize should be permitted for all Pokemon with no egg group, and that should include Manaphy. I think anything should include Manaphy. Manaphy is like the hardest Pokemon to get ever. You know, Zap Cannon Pidgey is a bit optimistic, I'd say. Yeah, mm -hmm. Zap yeah. Cannon slash Inferno Pidgey. The other ones make a lot of sense, like Secret Sword Cabellion, uh, Free, uh, Freeze Dry Glaceon, Zap Cannon Inferno Pidgey. That one just like... comes out of left field, right? And that's the first one, too, which is really <laughs> funny. He's like, he I led think... with that. I think he's just desperate to make Mega Pidgey viable 
Yeah, because because Pidgeot gets uh, no Mega Pidgeot has no guards, so those would be hundred 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 percent accuracy moves then. Wow. Oh yeah. Ooh, wow. The Inferno would make that broken then. That can't. Yeah. I, I don't know Same with Zap Cannon. See, Zap Cannon's was... essentially Inferno, but instead of yeah. burn, it does paralysis. Definitely. I was Definitely. I was about to to say before that I think the only Pokemon who have any business using fifty percent accuracy moves are like Pokemon with no guard, like Machamp with. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's that move? Uh, I don't well, know. Well, you, you know, the one that confuses you but only has 50% accuracy. Uh, does that, oh, does dynamic that punch. Dynamic punch, thank you. I mean, obviously no Pokemon has it, but, like, would that theoretically work with Sheer Cold? Like, Yes. Um, yes. yes, it would. It would work with Sheer Cold and Fissure, which is why if we had transfer from Pokebank from, uh, from the red, blue, and yellow that are coming out, uh, Machamp could learn Fissure in those games. Really? <laughs> That's funny. So, like, oh we could God. transfer up and have, like, a no-guard Fissure Machamp, and then you're just like, yeah, Machamp, you're gonna win right now. Yeah. Well, no, he's not He's not gonna win, because Talonflame. Yeah, Talonflame. You know what? Is... You can dream dream big, R-Sigma. Dream big. Dream <laughs> for that Zap Cannon Pidgey. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway... Uh, as an aside, I feel the lack of a new game announcement may forecast either a cross-platform release with NX, or a release with the Pokémon series of Amiibo. There are going to be no I... Pokémon Amiibo. Not like that. I think you... you're wrong, Fetch. I if they do it, wrong. they have to do cards, because that's 721 Amiibo. Well, they're not going to yeah, release I... all of them, but I'm saying you're going to get some pretty high-profile ones. I mean, they have Charizard, they have Pikachu, they have Lucario, mm-hmm. I think they have the high-profile ones. They have Mewtwo. They have Mewtwo. True. Yeah. I think they're done. There's a Jigglypuff, right? Yeah, yeah. there's also Jigglypuff. And it, okay. it looks amazing. They have Greninja. They're, they're set. It's okay. They, they've done the high-profile Pokemon. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> My greatest hope is that Zygarde is not the only legend in play, and that Kyrem Prime may show up. That's I think so he much... means, like, the original dragon. That's like, that's, like, really wishful thinking. Yes, I agree. He dreams big. Zap Cannon Pidgey tells me that, yes. Everyone is entitled to dream big as long as they don't, like, whine about things not coming true. And I don't think this guy is that kind of person. I think he has a sense of humor about it. I I think he won't be disappointed that Zap Cannon Pidgey isn't distributed. Are you kidding me? He seems like a smart guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Zekrom and Reshiram both give off auras, though Aura Break doesn't have an effect, and have statues in Kalos. Something Xerneas and Niveltar are missing, so I'm hopeful. Our Sigma. All right, all right, all right. So we have one last one from uh, Merrick. Merrick, by the way, uh, has redone our Puckle for us, and it looks amazing. Really? So if you if you if you read it and you want to subscribe to uh, our Puckle. Go ahead and do that, but it's actually it looks really good right now. Uh, all thanks to Merrick. So if you see him, uh, give him like a virtual high five and be like, "That's awesome, dude." Mm-hmm. So let's let's jump right on in. Um, I realize this is a week old mailbag topic, but I recently started IV training and a feature came to mind: Pokemon notes. I wish we could add a note to our Pokemon. This would allow you to easily recall which perfect IVs each Pokemon have without writing them down somewhere outside the game. Actually. Um, yeah. <laughs> we have these little symbols uh, on the Pokemon that like they're called markings, I believe, and people typically just use those for those stats because there's six of them and there's six stats. 
And so you just fill which ones in, which are perfect, you know? Um, yeah, though I do agree with you for, like, EV spreads, I think that would be very nice to be able to be like, mm. this is my Pokemon with these EVs, you know? Something like that. Well, you can check that out in Super Training, sort of. Okay, I yeah. wish Super Training lets you, like, see the actual number and not mm-hmm. just how much uh, a gorgeous is filled out. Yeah, uh, I feel like that's the next step in Super Training. I hope so. When we get Gen 7 or something, probably. Like, that's the next step. Uh, so let's see. Um, other people would use notes for various things, but that's what I'd use it for. Uh, your friend, Merrick. So, yeah, that's very, that's it for the mailbag this week. Uh, did you you think anybody here earned the mailbag badge? Well, we did have a really good time with Zepcan on Inferno PG, but I don't know Sigma has the mailbag badge. I'm not sure if he does or not. He may already, though. Mm. I'm on the Pucka website already in preparation for this moment when we go, does that person have the green Tauros badge? Good job. Axinus. Axinus. Nice and, uh, nice and, uh, nice and <laughs> short and concise. Yeah. Guys, point across. You learn a lot about somebody from, like, which move they prefer. I got a lot out of that. It's like, I, I mean, he Ooh. likes to play it safe, but, you know, I personally like to live on the edge. We should also consider the fact that, um, like... NJM star tried to get the um, the oil tanker back for us, but he already has a green. He already set. has it, and we I also. I he deserved a mention. I mentioned though. Yeah. Uh. So no, our sigma does not have it. Hmm. I really do enjoy Inferno Zap Cannon Fishy. Yeah, that was good. That was so good you know what, our sigma, if you go to PuckoPodcast dot com, you can uh, submit for the green Taurus badge. Good job. Uh, next week, though, you guys can all compete for the green Taurus badge, or just send in our email, send in an email to the podcast. By uh, sending an email to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We will have a question for you guys, though. Uh, the question is, will you guys be buying the uh, red, blue, and yellow on the eShop Virtual Console, and why? So check that out, and uh, send us an email. Again, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Also, while you're waiting for your other puckly goodness uh, for next week on Monday morning, you can come and check us out at pucklepodcast.com. We have a lot of cool things. I pop into the chat every once in a while. You can talk to me there. Uh, you can go to our puckle, post some stuff. Uh, you can also, uh, you can also in the meantime, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash puckle podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Twitter dot, or I just about said twitter.com slash puckle podcast. Uh, we're at puckle podcast. You can also follow us on Tumblr, which is tumblr, uh, dot dot com. And, uh, I already mentioned our puckle, which was redone by, uh, Merrick as the puckle subreddit. And uh, if you have somebody jingling around that's not going to, like, break the bank and you have some extra stuff and you want to support the show and get something cool out of it, you can buy our t-shirts at etsy.com slash shop slash pucklepodcast. There's also a link to it under the extras on our website. So if you would definitely go ahead and do that, uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Not to mention you get to wear some sweet Puckle swag. There's also going to be some, uh, some, more, some more products will be up there in the very near future, hopefully. So, you can get a lot of cool puckly things. <laughs> I don't think... So, yeah. Also, most importantly, review us on iTunes. Uh, iTunes reviews make us... Uh, make Or just make me very happy. I don't know about everybody else. But they make okay. me super happy. <laughs> they would make me very happy if I could read them. Because... <laughs> well, let me read to you the latest one we got, because we just got another oh, review. Thank you. Um, my my uh, iTunes doesn't doesn't yeah. always believe that I'm in the States. So. And it shouldn't, because you're in Italy. 
Uh, <laughs> I was able to fool it once or twice. Yeah, now we have this, like, Schrodinger's cat review. Uh, so we have, uh, this latest one is from Merrick, the guy that we were just talking about who redid the, uh, redid the Puckle subreddit. So he wrote, If you're looking for a great Pokemon podcast, then you need to listen to Puckle. The hosts are amazing, the community is very inviting, and it's just an overall great experience. You won't regret giving this podcast a chance. So, yeah. Uh, do it. I I mean, it makes us super happy just to know that you guys appreciate what we're doing. And I know you guys write it in the emails, and it's very appreciated when you do that there as well. Also, in all of my interactions, literally everybody's just like, I love the show, thanks for doing it. And that means a lot to me, just saying thanks. Uh... But there's a lot of cool things that we'd like to do, and uh, if you want to help us out in any way, shape, or form, just let us know. Um, you can always contact us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. But right on. I guess I'm Trainer Thatch. I've been Ethan. And I am And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.